Hello, hello, everyone. Hope you are feeling absolutely incredible. My name is Christian. I'm a spiritual mentor, and you are tuned in to Talks from Your Virtual Sister Circle. I hope everyone's been feeling amazing. We have been out here in this snowstorm in Texas, but we are still pushing forward. Hope everyone has been safe and just doing great in this new year. Before we get into this evening's topic, this evening, I'm recording at night, obviously. Before we get into this topic, whatever time you're listening, um, before we get into it, I wanted to bring up to you guys the Cyber Witch Camp. Myself, another very, very, very talented spiritual practitioner and very good friend of mine, Saturn. We are coming together to host the second Cyber Witch Camp. So this is going to be three weeks in March, three evenings, three virtual workshops. We're going to get into manifestation. We're going to get into strengthening your intuition and discernment. And we're also going to be talking about connecting with your spiritual court. Now, this is all centered around bringing in the natural new year with the spring equinox, which is the first day of spring. And we know winter is typically a dead season, a lot of endings, things are cold, dark, um, and hibernation. And then we have spring, things are coming back to life, flowers are in bloom, you know what I'm saying. So this is all about basically setting yourself up for this natural new year, setting yourself up for this incredible opportunity in this spring equinox to do the new year the right way, okay? Now this entire um, workshop is going to be under a hundred bucks for all three sessions. You guys can check out my Instagram at realpixie, R-E-A-L, P-I-X, the letter C. Um, You can check that out to see the link in my bio and check out how you guys can get tickets. Also, I have a feed post on my Instagram again at RealPixC where you guys can, you know, check out some more information about it. But it's going to be amazing. I'm very, very, very excited about it. And we are accepting tickets until March the 3rd. So don't worry if you got to put it on your calendar, okay? Um, But of course, we would love to have you. So I wanted to give you guys that tea. But let's go ahead and get into this topic. So this episode of Talks from Your Virtual Sister Circle, we are going to be talking about struggle love, honey, and how nobody wants a struggle love. And I have been in a lot of relationships. I've been in healthy relationships, unhealthy relationships. I'm very happily and healthily married now. So I feel like I have a lot of experience in love and what love looks like. You know, I've dated people who had money. I've dated people when I wasn't really that financially stable. So I've struggled. Um, I've dated people, you know, where I was the one that wasn't mentally well and my partner was suffering. I've been in relationships where my partner wasn't mentally well and I was suffering. So I kind of have experienced, you know, making others struggle. I'm having to struggle in love, what healthy struggle looks like because there is some struggle in love, of course. Um, But let's just get into it, okay? I just wanted to let y'all know. I know what I'm talking about, honey. So let's just get into it. So when we're talking about struggle love, I feel like we see so many examples online of love and relationships that we don't want. We see so many bad breakups, so much mess, so much drama. Um, we see all of this stuff with Blueface and Krishan. And even though people are saying um, that they don't want that, they don't like that, or whatever the case may be, we have images of unhealthy relationships all over where people are cheating on each other, lying on each other, being nasty, being messy, doing all kinds of stuff. And people are acting like it's okay. It's cute. People aren't really saying anything about it. Because to me, what Blueface and Krishan is doing ain't no different than what anybody else is doing. Y'all don't know what them people in them relationships doing. I guarantee you they cheating on each other they probably beating on each other too and you do not know they doing drugs they having fun they partying they doing all kind of crazy wild shit you know what I'm saying so I definitely think that we see so much stuff online about crazy relationships stuff that's just wild and out of the way and I also think we see a lot of quote-unquote picture-perfect images of what relationships should look like you know if it isn't crazy it's literally the perfect relationship black love no problems no issues kids that are always groomed you know kids 
kids that are eating what they want and they're healthy and they intelligent, you know, um, a couple that loves each other, no problem, no issue. They not going 50, 50. She getting on trips whenever she want. You know, we see the, the quote unquote picture perfect essence of what we think a relationship would be. And if you have only had bad relationships in your life, if you only have your past traumas to base this off of, of course, you're going to say, I don't want to struggle love. Um, and I definitely think people who have healthy relationships should make more of an effort of being realistic about their marriages, being re realistic about their relationships, because no love is coming without struggle. And I feel like there is a way that people kind of, you know, when people say they don't want struggle love, obviously, I don't think people are being as extreme to say that they don't want to love, you know, where there's no problems ever. Like they want to love that's just perfect, where every day is amazing. If you think you want that, then obviously you just don't know what the fuck you're talking about, you know? So I feel like for the most part, people are just saying that they don't want to love where they're being beat on, they're being cheated on, they're being lied to, they're being disrespected. And I don't even think that that's something that we should call a struggle love. I don't even think we should call that love at all. You know, I don't even think everybody should put so much focus on that to say this is not what I want because in reality that's not even what a help that's not even that shouldn't even be on the spectrum you know like that shouldn't even be on the spectrum of oh I know for a fact this is not what I want like is the worst case scenario I mean obviously the worst case scenario is somebody beating on you and you know doing all that kind of shit but it's like dang does I do I have to take it that far to say I want something healthy because I don't want this like you can want something healthy in the most horrible examples of relationships that we see doesn't have to be the example of what you don't want like like that does not have to be the focus of what you don't want. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like having that in mind can kind of distort our images, basically, and distort our mindset when it comes to relationships and have us thinking that things are supposed to be one way when they aren't supposed to be. You know, I also see a lot of people online that talk about not wanting to teach somebody something. They don't want to teach somebody how to love. They don't want to teach somebody how to communicate. They don't want to teach somebody how to be romantic. And I absolutely, you know, understand that. But the biggest part of a relationship is learning your partner and growing with your partner as you grow on your own. That might be the whole fucking premise of a relationship, to be honest. What is a relationship where you aren't teaching someone how to love you, how to make love to you, how to communicate to you, you know, the type of friend you are, the type of person you are around their family, the type of person you are around your family. If you like children, who are you in the kitchen? Who are you when we're out at the club? Who are you when we're in private? Do you go to church? You know, do you do stuff on social media? Are you a type of person that cares about social media? Like whoever you're with is going to have to study your love languages, what you want, what you need for the rest of your life. For the rest of your life, for the entirety of your relationship, they are going to have to study you. They're going to have to learn you. They're going to have to understand clearly and concisely who you are in every moment. It's never going to just easily come to your partner. No matter how much somebody knows you, nobody is ever going to get it always right all of the time. And I think social media makes it look like that. I think social media makes it look like either your relationship is absolutely horrible or it's absolutely fantastic. So when people are getting in relationships and they're seeing the first sign of a problem, they're ready to kind of throw the entire connection away. Um, and when you are throwing connections away as soon as you're getting into them for, you know, little quote unquote minor things, who knows, it might be a big deal to you. But for whatever the case may be, you really have little to no experience in 
problem solving, communicating, you know, talking about what you like, what you don't like, you know, all of that is so important in relationships and we really need things to go wrong to figure that out. I feel like I was just talking about this. How do you ever know what you want if you never experience what you don't want? It's the same thing about relationships. You know, you can't expect um, to, you know, cut everybody off if they don't, you know, go past spending $500 on the first date if, you know, you really want to be in a stable, solid relationship with somebody, especially if you have certain things that you need to work on. You know, if you know you need to work on communication, if you know you need to work on trust, if you know you need to work on intimacy and affection, then please believe you're going to have a couple of test drives. You know, just like you don't want to, you know, learn nobody and have to teach them and don't nobody want to teach you. You know, it's really, really rough to be in a relationship with someone and you don't know how to communicate and not even it's really rough. It's almost impossible, you know, and I have struggled with communication in every relationship in my life, um, even struggled in this one. But obviously I'm married. So I feel like being married has definitely given me the push to actually make changes in myself because I feel like I have to make changes. I'm married. So I feel like I really have to, you know, and that can maybe suck that I had to get married to kind of take a relationship seriously. Um, but I have always kind of felt like that real shit that whatever relationship I was in, I was just supposed to learn from it. And then whenever I got married, it's like, okay, I've married this person. This is who I'm going to be with for the rest of my life. I would do anything for this person. I've never felt like that or been like that for anybody else that I was with. And I feel like that's kind of what a lot of people are experiencing too. I'm weak that I kind of ended up just pulling myself into this drag. Um, but the old version of me definitely needs this drag as well because I definitely feel like um, I didn't learn a lot of things in a lot of my relationships because I, you know, kind of dipped immediately and didn't really give a damn. And also, I never really took the time to kind of reflect on old relationships and figure out why it didn't work what went wrong, how I contributed to it, and how I can make things better in the future. And I feel like going through that problem solving of a relationship just kind of allows us to understand that there is struggle that comes with love. And I don't think that we should really be projecting that I don't want to struggle love. I don't want to struggle love. I really think everybody should just shut up and mind their business. Like you don't have to tell anybody. You don't have to talk on social media about the kind of love that you want. I think you should know that love is going to be real and real is not going to be good, happy, fun all the time. It's going to be difficult. You're going to have to have some difficult conversations. You're going to mess up. Your partner is going to mess up. Um, you know, you're going to have to apologize. Your partner's going to have to apologize. You're both going to have moments of compromising, forgiveness, making mistakes, whatever the case may be, hurting the other person's feelings. You know, if you want to be with someone for the rest of your life or in a long-term sense, or, you know, just for the foreseeable future, this is obviously going to be someone that isn't always going to have a right, just like you aren't always going to have a right. You know, it takes a lot of humility as well to be in a successful relationship. And I think that a lot of times people don't see themselves as a struggle. There was a lot of divide in every community in terms of dating. You know, in the lesbian community, people are always talking about what, you know, partners are doing. Oh, girls do this. Girls do this. I hate dating women because they do this because they do this. I know because I used to date women too. Please. Like I said, honey, I know what's going on. I know what's going on. I have been in the rooms. I've been in the groups. I know what's going on. Okay. Everybody's complaining about everybody. Straight women are always complaining about straight women. Gay men complain about gay men gay women complain about gay women everybody like we always say the grass is greener right the grass is always greener so we are always going to complain and be able to find fault in people on the other side but when are we able to find that fault in ourselves and realize that it's a struggle to love us 
okay? It's a struggle to love you, homegirl. It's a struggle to love me. Let me not drag y'all. It's a struggle to love me. It is absolutely a struggle to love me. You know, I have depression. I have anxiety. You know, when you deal with depression, I've talked about this before on here. It's hard to allow someone to love you when you have moments of feeling like you're unlovable, when you have moments of feeling like you, you know, are worthless. And I thank God that I've been able to find, you know, things that help with my depression and you know but I definitely ended a relationship once like I got dumped before because my depression was so bad my partner couldn't help me and I was just getting more and more toxic by the day you know so I feel like a lot of times we are in struggle relationships and it's not even about us being in a struggle sometimes the other person needs to learn okay I need to get this together okay I need to work on this okay I need to fix this because let's be real I always say love is the greatest vehicle for change so we learn so much through relationships and I'm not gonna lie I definitely really got my mental health together after I got dumped because my mental health was so bad I couldn't be loved in a healthy space well not even a healthy space because it was fucked up too but you know what I'm saying like I definitely was like okay let me figure out how to get my mental right because I can't ever expect anybody to give me what I need if I don't know what I need if I can't be helped if I can't be fixed if I can't be loved how can I ever expect anybody to give me what I need you know I have to really take care of myself and be mindful and be realistic about what was going on with me you know I feel like that's something too we don't want to believe that we have certain issues we don't want to believe that we're struggling with certain things but we all are struggles and it is a struggle to love a human being period And I think when we realize that we'll have a different relationship with a struggle love where we won't feel the need to just dip out the first time we see something that we don't necessarily agree with. And this isn't to, you know, um, allow people to disrespect you or talk crazy to you. I'm not even talking about no weird ass misogynistic people that are just trying to drag you or disrespect you or want you beneath them. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about meeting regular people who regularly want to love you, but because social media has told us that if it doesn't look like this it's a struggle it has you turning away situations where you possibly could learn where you possibly could grow you know when I knew that I was ready to find my life partner I wasn't ready in that moment I had no trust I had no communication skills I was not comfortable with intimacy or affection I had to get all of that shit together before I met somebody and got with them so guess what I had to do date a bunch of frogs kiss a bunch of frogs you know deal with a bunch of people that I knew for a fact I wasn't gonna be talking to them in six months in two months but I knew this person needed to show me something Like, let's say, for example, I connected with somebody that I knew I wasn't going to be dating, but this person, I actually think this person was in a relationship. This person was actually in a relationship and I have never really been able to open up or communicate about things openly ever. Like if I have certain trauma from my past, it's so hard for me to open up and say, Hey, my feelings are hurt about this. Or, you know, I'm still dealing with pain from this. Like it's very, 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 very hard for me to open up literally unless I'm in therapy um so and ain't nothing wrong with that but you know I wanted to be able to have a safe space in my relationships so I challenged myself to open up to this guy I challenged myself to open up to this person and they were just really a space for me to talk about things that I had never told anybody about now I didn't tell them anything that was too triggering or too crazy but just to be able to like talk to somebody about what I'm feeling and have them be like okay you know I understand that I validate your experience instead of somebody just being like oh you know fuck that who cares 
upstairs, you know, gaslight me, whatever the case may be. I was able to get more comfortable in my voice. And I know now that I needed that in my relationship today, you know, so I definitely feel like there are a lot of key lessons that we can miss out on. Um, and sometimes we have to go through some struggle. We have to go through some bumps and bruises to learn some things. But the stuff that we talk about online, like the shit that we see in online, the struggle people talk about online shouldn't even be counted as a struggle. Like that should be counted as like a non-desirable, never going to happen, not even in your realm. You know, a struggle is something difficult that hopefully you're able to pull something out of on the other side. We're not talking about no dead end situation. We're not talking about no dead end situation. You know, we're definitely talking about embracing the uncomfortable moments in relationships because sometimes that's where the growth comes from and that relationship that we do want the shit that we looking at on social media the fake stuff the real version of the fake stuff the real beautiful bond where two people are put together and you know put together by spirit and their souls are aligned and it's incredible and amazing and serving you on every level you want that you gotta be uncomfortable you want that you gotta be uncomfortable you gotta struggle you are not going to get that on a silver platter without doing any work it's not going to happen. And having these kinds of conversations, you know, is so important because I feel like there's so much poop online about dating, especially today. I feel like a lot of people that are talking about dating advice are not in healthy marriages, not in healthy relationships. They don't have nothing that you want. Don't listen to fucking relationship advice from somebody that doesn't have the type of relationship and love that you would want. Like that's the first motherfucking thing. And also just because somebody is married online doesn't mean that they have a good relationship. We've seen a lot of couples that have looked married, have even been in the church and it's come out that he was sleeping with her and she calling him this and they airing out each other dirty laundry you know we've learned time and time again to not model our lives after any one person after any one thing after any one relationship and that is so 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 key um but you know i think it's important to talk about what we can learn from being uncomfortable sometimes because as long as you are physically safe in a space if you like somebody i mean shit figure it out you know like if you are with somebody that can't take you on expensive dates and it's very important for you that you're taking on expensive dates what are you going to do if you end up broke and your partner is broke what are you going to do if the if the you know the financial economic state of the world crashes and there is no more money now obviously that's very extreme but is the expensive date that important because let's be real everybody talks about these dates and shit i really believe if you meet who god has for you you ain't gonna give a fuck about no date i don't think you're gonna give a fuck about a yacht you ain't gonna give a fuck about a trip if you meet somebody that god has for you a lot of people are settling for these relationships that fulfill them financially because they think in their mind I'm never going to get anybody that isn't going to cheat on me. So let me make sure if they do cheat that I'm getting this bag, that I'm getting this purse, that I'm getting this wallet. But what if you could get somebody that was really going to be truthful to you and honest to you and honor you and respect your wishes and be faithful to you for the remainder of your life? Would you want that? Or do you prefer somebody that's cheating on you? You don't know who they with. You don't know what they bringing home. You don't know what they done gave you already, but you got a bag though. What would you really prefer if it was possible? I really think if it was possible, we really would hold out for what we really wanted. We wouldn't accept the trips and the bullshit and the multiple people on the side. Now, some people like that. If you like that, then girl, that's your thing. Get into it, okay? But everybody doesn't. You know, I feel like I see a lot of people online who tolerate certain stuff or allow certain stuff to go on because they feel like what they want is ridiculous out of pocket never gonna happen and I mean I had a lot of people that told me that I would never get the kind of person that I wanted as well because I need a lot of attention and I need a lot of affection and I had a lot of people telling me girl you need to lower them standards girl that is not realistic you are not gonna be able to find nobody like that I bet you I got married first 
before anybody that was telling me anything. Now, who cares who got married first? It's not a contest, but I'm just saying that to say this, okay? Because everybody that married ain't happy. I'm just saying that to say this. I had people telling me to my face to lower my standards because I was not going to find what I needed. And I literally didn't care what they said. I knew what I wanted and I made sure that I found it, period. And if you know what you want, if you know what you want, you can have it. It's just about you believing it and making sure that you do not lower your standards and compromise who you are because you want to avoid a quote unquote struggle. When the struggle you're trying to avoid is literally the worst case scenario, shouldn't even come 10 feet for you, you know, shouldn't even be anywhere around you. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's important to kind of realize like, okay, if I'm in this space, what can I learn from it? If you're with someone that can't take you on expensive dates, how can you learn other forms of intimacy in that space? Can that person possibly teach you different forms of intimacy? Can this person probably open you up to a space where you express yourself more and you find different ways to express romance, um, you know, because this person is giving you something a little bit more. Let's say, for example, you want somebody that has a lot of free time a lot of free time because maybe you have a little attachment issue. You don't like being alone. You want somebody that has a lot of time to spend with you. You end up meeting somebody that's perfect and they have to travel for work every month for two weeks. So maybe you only get two weeks out of the month with this person, maybe even two weekends. You could be like, okay, screw them. I'm not working on this, but maybe that's your opportunity to work on you. Huh? Maybe that's your opportunity to work on you. Maybe that's your opportunity to spend some time with you and figure out how good spending time on your own is when you really have healthy love sustaining you. It's hard to spend time on your own when you're empty, when you don't have anybody pouring into you. But when you have someone loving you and sending you beautiful vibrations and, you know, praying for you and loving you and taking care of you, it feels good to spend time on your own because it's different. You have a different relationship with yourself because of what you experienced on the back end. You know what I'm saying? Let's say, for example, you um, don't want to date people with kids, you know, and you find somebody that has a kid. You like, OK, nah, I'm not doing this. But you keep in the back of your mind thinking, can I date somebody with a kid? Why didn't you just do it so you could figure it out? You know what I'm saying? Why don't you just do it so you know if you like it or not? Like, just do it. Like, I think so much can be solved in relationships if we just do it, because the worst thing that can happen is it doesn't work out. That's the worst thing that can happen. It doesn't work out. But what does that mean? That now you can recognize red flags. Now you can recognize when someone doesn't want you, you know, when someone doesn't respect you. There are people who will give you money and pay your bills and they have no respect for you. They don't value you. They don't value your body, your time. None of that. You can have somebody else that doesn't even have money to take you on a date. They got to take you to the picnic and cook for you themselves. They got to do a little, a little cheap date for you. They ain't even got no money to really do something. And this person will respect you and love you and honor you. How will you know the difference, though? How will you know what's real and what's fake when you base what's real and what's fake off of gifts? You'll never know because you've never experienced a real energy, you know, like it pays to allow yourself to understand what is for you and what is not. And I feel like, like I said, I feel like a lot of us have experienced a lot of trauma in relationship. I definitely have, but that didn't mean any fucking thing. Whatever trauma you experience in relationships, please believe you're going to experience more before you're able to connect with your life partner. Like nobody gets to have their heart broken a couple of times and then they're just granted their life partner because what do you think happened when you got triggered? What do you think happened when you got hurt? What do you think happened? You know, the part of you that loved was damaged. The part of you that trusted freely was damaged. The part of you that communicated without a second thought was damaged. Even if you weren't the one doing it, 
You've been in a whole bunch of bullshit relationships. You need somebody that's ready to struggle with your ass because you're going through it. You're not ready to love somebody who's fully put together yet. You need somebody just as broken as you. Now, that doesn't mean they have to add stress to your situation. But it absolutely can benefit you to be in a space with someone who can show you something and teach you something about what you're experiencing. And who knows what that can look like? Because everybody that has something for us isn't somebody that we're going to spend the rest of our lives with. You know, sometimes it is just somebody that's going to teach you a little something, something. Sometimes it is somebody that's just going to lay a couple words of knowledge on you. And you might not even really understand what they even there for. But later down the line, when you are with your partner, when you are with the person that God has had for you, when you finally connect with that person that you're supposed to be with or the people that you're supposed to be with you know whatever you want for yourself in relationships you'll be able to realize okay I'm glad that I was in this space I'm glad I was able to understand what this looks like you know I also remember you know meeting a guy that um was very very serious now this person was not the man for me but he was very serious about his spiritual journey he was very serious about his spiritual journey so in that space again this person was not for me I was able to differentiate okay now I know what it looks like when somebody really wants to change themselves and when they are really vigilant about it versus somebody who says yeah I want to change and they never do anything you know it's so important to recognize those nuances in people and understand what it looks like when someone really loves you when someone really respects you and when it doesn't and again how do you know that without being in those spaces that show you what you don't want or shine a light on something different you know you cannot learn that by scrolling on social media and you damn sure can't learn it listening to podcasts from single folk and I think overall you know I think overall everybody is basically pretty much coming from a good place I don't necessarily think that the people that are kind of spreading the lies or spreading the, you know, improper propaganda are doing it on purpose. I think that a lot of people are coming from spaces of hurt and trauma. But you're supposed to heal that before you start talking to somebody and preaching to them. I mean, come on. Now, I don't know if y'all have seen this clip, but there was a clip of a podcast and it was a young lady um, and she basically was saying that she doesn't care if she is messing with the married man because the married man is the one that has the loyalty to the wife, not her. So if your husband wants to do something with her, she doesn't care because he is supposed to be loyal to you, not her. So whatever he got going on, she said, if he is good to her, then that's all she cares about. She is not worried about what's going on with the wife. And of course, people were like, but why would you even want to mess with the man like that this young lady got irate she literally started standing up and screaming you know what I'm saying you know what happens when people get triggered you know um so she's standing up and she's screaming and she's saying like you know I got cheated on and they were not thinking about me they did not give a fuck about me like them girls that was messing with my niggas did not give a fuck about me so why would I care about you know somebody's wife if they husband want to mess with me And of course, everybody in the comments were just like, oh, you're so triggered. You're so hurt. I feel like 90% of the people, let me not say that because I haven't seen all of the internet. 60% of the people on the internet that are giving relationship advice are coming from spaces just like that young lady is coming from. I don't give a fuck because it happened to me. So who the fuck cares? Nobody defended me when it happened to me. So who the fuck cares? You know, why should I let somebody broke take me on a date? I'm not letting that happen no more. I don't give a fuck who the fuck cares. Why should I lay up with somebody that's not paying my fucking bills? I don't give a fuck. Who cares? Who cares when we're in a recession? Who cares? I don't give a fuck. Who cares? You know, I feel like a lot of that is that same energy. Like, I've been hurt for free. I'm not getting hurt for free. If you're going to hurt me, you're going to pay for it. And I don't blame them. I don't blame them. 
Um, but you know, like I said, I've dated people with money. I've dated people who weren't nice to me and were breaking me off and giving me all kind of money and gifts and stuff. And for me, the love that I get from somebody is always, it's always just been more valuable to me than the gifts. Um, and I'm not sure why that is, you know, I was very spoiled growing up. I really got whatever I wanted. You know, my dad was well off. He took me and my mom on shopping sprees all the time. I saw my mom go on trips and stuff. So, I mean, growing up, I definitely had in my mind, like I have to be with a man who has money. But also growing up, I wanted to be the man with money. Like my dad was an entrepreneur. I saw him work every day for himself. I wanted that. I wanted to be the boss. You know, I wanted to be able to, you know, take care of my family and, you know, pay for everybody's stuff and do a vacation where I pay for everybody's stuff. Like that was just kind of instilled in me that like you take care of people when you love them. That's what you do. But there are different levels that you can take care of someone. You might be able to pay a bill. You might be able to just cook for them. You might be able to get their groceries. You might be able to take them on a date once a month. You might be able to fly them out country it's different things but that doesn't equate to your love for them you know because whether my dad took us on a shopping spree or just said I love you before we left and you know you know or whether he took us you know on a trip or just sent me some flowers to school it was the same love it meant the same thing the gesture it wasn't what mattered it was what was connected to it and I feel like later on in life when I was dating men and having having people take me on all these lavish dates to impress me and they could not give me a gram of respect if I begged for it if my life depended on it they couldn't respect me if they wanted to you know I feel like I was able to see okay it's cool to be able to brag on social media about the things that you have but it pisses me off to have people in my comments like oh y'all are goals look at the gifts oh look at the trip oh y'all are goals I want this oh my gosh it blows me to see that shit in my comments and I know that this nigga got me miserable I'm sorry I can't have nobody telling me that they want my relationship and I know for it I know it's a lie I know it's a lie and that's what it is on social media a lot of times people are lusting after relationships that are down the drain and that even makes you think a certain way about your relationship because I've been in toxic relationships and have people online like oh y'all are so cute because toxic people want to still be posted whether it's good or not I've dated some crazy ass motherfuckers so basically I'm in a relationship with somebody that's toxic as hell they want me to keep posting them online so I'm miserable as fuck but I have to keep posting this person like everything is okay and I have people under the pictures like oh y'all are so awesome oh I love this this is gold and I got I was so frustrated looking at that shit because I'm like y'all don't know the fucking half social media is so fake this is such a fucking lie and people will literally do anything to keep up appearances but I don't want appearances I don't want performances I don't want for show I want some real shit and I know sometimes struggle is the realest thing that somebody can give you and not a, a problem, not an issue, not disrespect, not rah-rah, but sometimes a lesson, sometimes a gem, sometimes them cracking something open within you, them breaking something within you so you can get yourself together and get your ass up and take care of yourself and move forward and find the love that you want is worth more than the fucking bag. It's worth more than the bag. And maybe because I've had the bag, you know, and I've had the respect and I've been the person who was being disrespectful and I've been the person that wanted respect. I feel like I've seen all sides of the coin, you know, so I feel like I know the good, the bad and the ugly of love and relationships. I know what works and I know what doesn't. But I do know that struggle, um, rough conversations, rough moments are a part of any healthy relationship. You are growing and evolving every day. Hopefully your partner is doing the same. So there are going to be some days when you are going to see eye to eye. But how are you going to be able to move forward when you've never had a struggle? when you don't know how to have rough conversations.
you know, and there's absolutely a such thing as people literally dipping when it's time to have a rough conversation or backing out or just trying to avoid it as much as they can, you know. And that's not really what we want either. So I think overall, you know, I just want us to petition for real love, you know, and not so much a perfect love or goals or, you know, a love that's this, a love that's this, a love that's this. Just work on finding something fucking real because it's going to be different for everybody. You might need a love that treats you about trust. You might need a love that teaches you about intimacy. You might need a love that teaches you about, you know, how to be a parent. You might need a love that teaches you, you know, about how to heal ancestral trauma. Everybody needs a love and relationship that's going to serve them differently. And I really think if our only example of what is good and bad is on the internet, then so fucking help us. You know, I think we already need help. But, you know, we really, 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 really need to give ourselves the opportunity to live for ourselves so you can realize what you don't want. So you can realize what struggle doesn't look like for you. You might see all these people online that talking about they don't want no $2 date. You might not give a fuck about a $2 date. Somebody might take you on a $2 date. You might be like, damn, this is the best date I've been on. I should have been did this. I should have been letting people take me on creative dates but my ass is trying to stunt for the gram you know you might not even realize the different things that you like and the different things that you want to step into going after one image I want you guys to understand that you have just as much power in these relationships as these men. I know everybody that's not listening is not a heterosexual woman, but if you are a woman that is dating men, then let me tell you something. You have just as much dating power as these men. You do not have to wait for a man to come into your life and give you the relationship that you want. You realize what that man can teach you. You realize what they can bring into your life and you take it from them. Okay. If you end up marrying them, then good. And if you don't end up marrying them, then wish them, you know the best of luck and then you move on and do your thing you know but don't feel like you have to you know get so 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 much out of somebody and make a husband out of somebody or make a life partner out of somebody if that's not what it's giving you can get what you need you can learn what you need and move on like whoever you are you have just as much power in dating as the other person you don't have to stay there until they feel spoiled you don't have to stay there until they feel pleased your relationship journey is about yours and your life partner is going through their own shit in their own space Wherever you are in your life is not going to affect you connecting with them. I really do not believe that you can stop love. You know, if you're really supposed to connect with somebody because you guys have a major part to play in each other's lives, you will be brought together. You absolutely will be brought together. You cannot stop that. So in the meantime, you better learn. You know, in the meantime, you better be comfortable being uncomfortable. In the meantime, you better learn how to actually have and sustain a real relationship the ups the downs the goods the bads the happy times the sad times all of that in between you really 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 want to challenge yourself to learn you know um just how to be a partner and how to be the partner that you want to be you know you want to be a partner that is going to you know roll with the punches you want to be a partner that's going to be real about what you're looking for and about what you want and if you know you got some healing to do if you know you got some work to do then chances are you might be on the way to do that healing and do that work you might not be on the way down the aisle just yet you know you might be on the way to do that work and there's nothing wrong with that give yourself the space to do the work don't put so much pressure on every person you meet like every person you meet gotta take you at the strip club you know every person you meet don't gotta put a ring on your finger and put you in a house and have you you know nine months pregnant with your feet up you really might just meet somebody that shows you the importance of having a friend and a lover 
you might just meet somebody that shows you something different about love, different than what you've been taught, different than what you've seen, you know, and that could be the thing that you need that gives you that change of pace and sends you down the track to really get what you need in love. So don't do relationships based on this shit that you hear online. These motherfuckers are lonely. Okay. They are lonely and they are getting their satisfaction off social media. Do you want social media satisfaction or real satisfaction? Real satisfaction for five motherfucking hundred Alex. Okay. And I want that for y'all too. You know, do not listen to these motherfuckers on social media, live your life and give yourself the opportunity and the chance to learn from love. Again, this means respect. This means safety. This means honor. This means having your values and your needs met. This means that it's okay if someone cannot fulfill all 8,700 of your needs. This means to be mindful of what you're working to work on and ask yourself, could this person possibly show me something? This means going through a little bit of a catalog in your mind before you cut off everybody that isn't ready to ship you to Dubai in the next couple of weeks. You know what I'm saying? This is about giving yourself the real chance to learn and grow because if you really want a baller, shot caller, if you really want somebody that's going to break you off, don't you want to be emotionally stable in that relationship so you can take care of yourself? Because I guarantee you, somebody that's working a lot probably doesn't have a lot of time to, you know, be around you. You know, they probably have to work or take calls or be on call or like real shit, you know? So if you want somebody that's really taking care of you, wouldn't it benefit you to spend a little time on your own? Wouldn't it benefit you to just kind of learn about yourself from the inside out? So really kind of challenge yourself to connect with yourself on a different level right now really challenge yourself to step up um, and you know just connect with yourself on a different level connect with love on a different level and love freely you know don't feel like everything has to be everything a lot of spaces you are just going to learn and that is the beauty of it you are just going to learn so learn enjoy redefine struggle okay because the stuff that we talking about is not struggle the stuff that we talk about needs to be in jail redefine struggle and what really being uncomfortable in love looks like and what can come from that um, and redefine you know what healthy struggle looks like for you with healthy lessons look like for you and what unhealthy lessons look like for you go after the things that you've learned look back on your history and love don't base what you're doing in this season off of what everybody else is saying um and just be true to yourself so Yes, guys, that is a T about struggle love and how we can kind of see these energies showing up around us and how we can be a little more open to being uncomfortable in spaces, especially when we know we have things to work on in order to connect with our life partner. And if we know that that is the journey um, in the direction that we're going in, being willing to do that work to get there. Um, so, yes, I love you guys as always. Thank you so much for listening. Again, check me out on Instagram at RealPixie, R-E-A-L-P-I-X, the letter C. Um, check out that link in the bio to see where you can book with me shop with me get a ticket to the cyber witch camp all of that good stuff and of course follow your virtual sister circle on instagram i love you guys as always and i will see you all next time goodbye everyone bless